Welcome to Nourish, Flourish, and Grind. I'm your host, Jeff Winkers, professional personal trainer with a passion for nutrition, psychology and mindset, and fitness. Wow, obesity and diabetes rates have increased 10%. To solve this, we need to nourish our bodies, flourish our mindset, and grind through hard work. Are you ready to nourish, flourish, and grind to better health and happiness? Welcome back to another episode of Nourish, Flourish, and Grind with your host. I am Jeff Winkers. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and coming back for week number two. Uh, I'm excited. The first episode was great. You guys got a lot of great feedback. Again, if you have not listened to the first episode of Nourish, Flourish, and Grind, please go on back and, and have a listen um, you don't have to stop now. You can go back and listen after. Um, but I really get down to earth and, and vulnerable with you guys. So you guys know where I'm coming from is last week we talked a lot about mindset and mental health and, and understanding why we do things in order to become healthier individuals. So uh, I appreciate everybody's feedback. So please go back. And if you haven't listened to it, I, I really uh, hope you guys enjoyed that one. And like I said, I, I, my goal in, in doing this is to help everybody that I can become healthier use, be healthier people out there. So today we are going to go into a little nutrition. So again, this is going to be a very broad podcast talking about mindset, mental uh, strength, as well as nutrition, as well as fitness. So it's going to be very broad. And today we are going into nutrition. Veggie Valentine's is, it is the week of Valentine's Day. Uh, I thought it was only fitting that we try to make vegetables our Valentine uh, this year. So why is that? You know, I know where you're going right now. You're thinking, oh gosh, another lecture on, I need to eat my vegetables. I get it. I, I grew up as a kid that you know, I wasn't very keen on vegetables as a kid. I wasn't perfect. I grew up on a farm where potatoes were served at every meal, um, and that was just the way it was, you know. But my favorite veggie as a child was broccoli, even though I know that is weird, but I liked them because they were little trees in my eyes, and I thought it was cool that I could eat the tops of little trees. I wouldn't eat the stems. I would only eat the the, the florets of it. But um, otherwise I didn't have a lot, you know, vast variety that I enjoyed. I, I didn't like green beans. I, to this day, still don't like green peas. I think they, I don't know why I just don't care for them. Um, and so I'm not perfect in any sense, but I also grew and, and trained myself to learn to love vegetables and really appreciate the power that they have. And, the reason why I find it very important is because we live in a society today that is lacking vegetable intake, and and we've gone from having a society where we, you know, our 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 relatives used to make, and our ancestors used to make every single meal homemade with the the food that they grew in the ground and the the livestock that they they raised, and now to a place where we go out to eat and we have uh, a plethora of fast food restaurants and restaurants to go to that we don't need to go home and cook. And we live a busy lifestyle and it's only just inhibited that our, our ability to to learn and to be able to incorporate those things in, and take control of our, our, our nutrition and what we eat. 
And it, it, this is to take back your nutrition and in being responsible for yourself so that way you do not have anybody else that can take that from you. And it, it's a problem because only 9.3% of adults get the recommended servings of vegetables per day, which is just two to three cups per day. Um, that is all that is required for the daily recommended intake. And this is according to the CDC.gov. So before you, you know, when you get home or if you're already at home, I want you guys to go to your drawer and I want you to grab a, a cup, a measuring cup and look how, look at that size. It's not that big. It's not that much. And all we need is two to three of those a day. So there's got to be a way that we can incorporate those into our, our diet more. And my goal is to, through this, is I'm not going to go real deep into like tons of facts and, and all that, but I'm going to get more into how we can incorporate them into our diet and make them something that we, we don't despise or something that we dread or something that we look at and we're like, I have no idea what to do with them. And that is normal because again, we don't prepare our own stuff. You know, we're, 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 we're going into an age where we know we don't teach a lot of cooking in schools and, and, you know, and it's nothing against parents, but we just, everybody, mom and dad work. So they aren't at home cooking all day, you know, most mo moms and dads. So they're not able to teach their, their children. And so what we need to do is take back control. And like I said, that is not an indictment on any parent out there. It is, it is our society. It is, that is just what is expected now. Everybody works. Everybody's busy. That's how it goes. And I don't blame anybody for, <clears throat> you know, wanting to make life easier and quicker to hopefully enjoy the other things in your life by not spending so much time in the kitchen. I get it. And so, um, but my goal is to help you guys transform that mindset and, and, and take back control of your kitchen and, and make it a place where you can make memories and where you can hopefully give you the tools to live a longer and happy life. And so we're going to get into why you need veggies all right, I, I said, like I said, I'm not going to go real de deep into it, but I'm going to start with the everyone knows, in quotes, benefits. Everyone knows they provide vital nutrients. Um, just about every nutrient that you need, vitamin and mineral that you need, um, a vegetable has it, and a lot of veggies have all of them. They have no cholesterol. They're naturally low in fat and have very low calories. They help maintain healthy blood pressure, especially for any foods that are potassium rich. Um, and because they have fiber, they're going to help with um, reducing blood cholesterol level as well, risk of heart disease, and assist in proper bowel function um, and reduces your risk of type 2 diabetes. So, you know, those things go hand in hand, that dietary fiber intake, which, again, a most common thing that we know about vegetables. But... Uncommonly, we don't know and we kind of take for granted, and I guess we, we probably just don't even realize that they have other benefits such as changing your skin pigment. All right, We all want to have nice glowing skin, um, and it changes your skin pigment because it, it increases blood flow to the skin, causing a natural glow to your skin. So by eating more vegetables, you're going to have a healthier, brighter more healthy look, um, more glowing skin um, than somebody that doesn't eat a lot of vegetables. Um, they're actually filling. They actually are filling for less calories. 
um, and which, you know, is going to equal better weight management. And, you know, again, we live, if you look back at, you know, what, you know, our society was, you know, 100 years ago, they ate lots of veggies um, and their own food. They weren't eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of, you know, processed grains. They were eating, uh, you know, a lot of veggies. That was a big staple of meals. And, you know, you know, lean meats that were grass fed, that weren't corn fed, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it goes back to that, you know, we can look at, you know, other things in our lives, but um, our gym membership rates have increased in, in the United States, but yet our obesity and overweight rates are, are increasing as well. So it really comes back to nutrition. Now, exercise is important. I'm a personal trainer. That is important. It's my way of life. Um, but I'm not going to sit there just because of my way of life and, and deny that nutrition is the most important thing. It's 80% of reaching your goals and being a healthy person is nutrition. 20% is being active and, and fit. So I'll be straight up with you on that. And then it actually boosts everyday energy with, again, the vital nutrients that are within them um, and a complex of, of vitamins, the B-complex vitamins, uh, are known to increase energy, actually decrease uh, depression and anxiety. So increasing your, your intake of things like that can help actually make you healthier mentally and have more energy to do things. So those are the, the benefits that we've, like I said, I they should hopefully inspire you and encourage you and really make you think like, why do I not eat vegetables? Kind of like I talked last week, knowing your why, like the purpose behind what you're doing something for, it kind of, it goes the other way too. Like, why are you not doing the things that you need to do? A lot of us know what we need to do. The problem isn't the knowledge. The problem is the action. It's doing. And it goes with vegetables in our food. We know what we should probably eat. We just don't do it because it's not always the easiest thing to do. And, and really, like I said, it kind of goes back to, our experience and what we're taught and and just what the norm is that we don't there's not a lot of help out there in terms of preparing your own meals it's getting better but it's gone to a place where you know take this easy hamburger helper and and just add a cup of water that's all you need to do that's where we've gone because it's easy it's quick and time is more valuable than anything in our society which is you know, it's it's understandable, but also unfortunate at the same time um, that we, we don't make time now so that way we can live longer and have more time in the end. So I want to help you guys be able to incorporate veggies into your diet. Since we don't get enough in our in our diet, only 1 in 10 adults get the, the recommended an amount of veggies, and only 2% of children get the recommended amount of veggies, all right? That is crazy. Two in a hundred? Two in a hundred kids in America get the recommended amount of veggies. That is scary. And that is why it's our job as adults, as, as parents, as teachers, as professionals to help educate our youth so they are doing the right thing. And so I want to help you incorporate them in. And I will get into later down the road. I, I'm excited. I want to get into... Um, how to entice kids and, and really make vegetables fun and important for kids in our school systems. And I know like my son goes to daycare now. Um, they do a really good job of starting to really, you know, emphasize the benefits of healthy foods and, and I love it. Um, but we got, we still have a long ways to go 
in terms of changing our, our mindsets on that as a, as a whole, as a country. So here are four ways, everyone, that you can incorporate vegetables into your diet without having to overthink, without having to um, come up with some fancy-dancy recipe. Um, easy ways uh, that you can incorporate vegetables into your, into your diet, into your meals. Number one way that if you follow me on Instagram at Jeff Winkers uh, or at Burn Bootcamp Lacrosse South, a lot of recipes that you might find when it comes to pasta meals are actually vegetable noodles, veggie noodles. And I use a lot of zucchini noodles, so zoodles. So when you hear me say zoodles or any oodles, it's probably going to be a veggie noodle. So you can use quite a few vegetables, but the top ones that I, you know, really are going to be you know, more palatable and taste good are going to be zucchini noodles. You can prepare them easily. You just throw them in a pan, saute them for two to three minutes. I don't like them to get very mushy. I like to have a little crunch to them, but they still have that texture of, of stringiness that you can, you know, make spaghetti and meatballs and, and without having all the processed carbs and, and grains that come in with white pasta and even, even some whole wheat pastas that are out there. Um, now I'm not perfect. I don't, now I don't only have whole, you know, vegetable noodles in my diet. Now my wife and I will have time from time to time, some, you know, regular pasta, but we, I would say eight to nine times out of 10, we have vegetable noodles when we're doing any pasta meal. So it's something that you can incorporate, whether it's zucchini noodles, beet noodles, sweet potato noodles, spaghetti squash is an easy way to do it. Um, you can always grab uh, even onion noodles that I've seen, uh, turnip noodles I've seen. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do it as well. Um, and a lot of different things you can add into it. And, and each one's going to probably be a little different in terms of how you prepare it, in terms of how long you, you saute it. But overall, you can still add that in without, you know, having all the processed carbs. And even, you know, you can even mix half and half. If you're somebody that is not quite ready to go full bore into it, you know, go half veggie noodles, half regular noodles. Doing at least half and getting some veggies in is better than doing absolutely none. So it's an easy way to get them in. And if you want to know the cool names of these awesome veggie noodles, my wife did an awesome post on this. Uh, Zoodles is for zucchini noodles. Boodles is for beet noodles. Spoodles is for sweet potato noodles. Oodles, onion noodles, and uh, toodles is for turnip noodles. So have fun with that. Tell your kids that when you're eating them. Um, make some like some sweet potato noodles and, and say, hey, we're having spoodles. They're going to love it. Make it fun. Don't say, oh, we're having spoodles. You got to make it fun. Um, that is the number one way that I would you know, say you can incorporate them in because we live, you know, it's, our processed grains are so popular in our, in our world right now. Another way you can incorporate them in is by mincing your, your veggies. So the top like minced vegetables are like minced broccoli, cauliflower, rice is a great thing that you can do uh, that is easy to do. Uh, and they even make them now at the store where they're already minced. They're already called cauliflower rice. Uh, minced carrots, and then minced garlic and ginger, the, the herbs and spices, those things are often under undercut, and they're often not thought of. Um, we always have uh, a clove of garlic or garlic cloves in our fridge. Uh, we don't use a lot of ginger, but it is something that, you know, I definitely would love to start incorporating more. Like I said, I've, I've got things to work on always. I'm never going to be stop, done working on things. 
But you can add minced broccoli into like things like scrambled eggs, um, and without even really noticing them. Um, and then garlic and ginger by mincing them and throwing them in a pan before you add whatever it is that you're gonna add. You know, throw a little like a half a tablespoon of olive oil or coconut oil in and saute it. And let that flavor get fragrant, and then throw in whatever else you're putting in. It's gonna add that that flavor into your food. And then mincing carrots and stuff can you can add to those salads, and and really again you can throw it in anything without really noticing. Number four, I would say, you know we we you have a lot of smoothies nowadays. Uh, we have a lot of people that go to smoothies to meal shakes. Add why not add some veggies? Why not? Because you can't taste them as long as, like I said, the right ones you're not going to taste uh, in your smoothies, believe it or not. And um, so I do a smoothie probably three, two to three times a week. Um, I put, you know, eight ounces of egg whites because I want to get my protein in. Sometimes I'll just do almond milk uh, and I'll add my shake mix um, that has a lot of good nutrients in it. But then I'll also add, you know, spinach. I'll add some kale. I'll add Purple cabbage is one of my favorite but most underappreciated ones that I can't wait to get into a little bit more when uh, I go through Jeff's top five vegetables to uh, incorporate into your diet. I'll get into that. And then carrots because carrots are sweet um, and they're going to only just make things probably taste a little sweeter if anything. So those things are easy to add in to your to your smoothie without they don't they don't make it taste any different. Spinach and kale and purple cabbage don't really add, if any, you won't notice them, right? The color might change, but you're not going to notice any difference in flavor. It's just going to be there. And, and if you can sneak them in like that, why not? It's, it's easy. It, you're making the smoothie anyways. Why not just add it? It's easy. Um, and that, that is super powerful that you're going to get your day started or you're going to get your lunch started or whatever meal you're using it on. You're going to have a good foundation a vegetable and you can add a cup in and boom there's one cup right there easy and you're just gonna drink it so why not right and number four bake them in bake them into your goods whether it's a casserole or whatever else you're making uh you can bake basically any vegetable into a food um onions green peppers or any bell pepper uh can add a lot of flavor to casseroles or any dish that you have um, without having to have like a high salty and processed seasoning packet, you know, no, you know, look up recipes that, you know, you season naturally with like awesome vegetables that are going to be jam packed with tons of nutrients and that are going to taste good. Um, so those things are always a go-to, uh, onions and green and peppers are always something that we add lots, uh, lots of times to our foods, um, just because we like the flavor um, but also that it's just easy, you know. Uh, and then broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower uh, can go unnoticed in many things. Carrots can go unnoticed in many things uh, in, in baked casseroles or in anything like that uh, without you even noti- noticing. And, and it goes back to mincing, you know, when you mince broccoli. And you don't even have to get it that fine. But if you have, you know, a ton of other ingredients in there, and maybe it's not a healthy dish. Maybe it is just or what you would consider a healthy dish. Maybe it is a processed dish that you have to make. Why not? Just add the veggies. It's not going to it's not going to degrade, you know, the integrity of the dish. It's going to keep it the same. You're just adding that in. Um, and that's where cauliflower rice comes in instead of using regular rice, throwing that in 
and making a stir fry with vet, with cauliflower rice, throwing in some, you know, some awesome, you know, other veggies in there. Again, something easy that you can do without having to add or, or overthink what to do with your vegetables. So those are the best ways or the four top ways to incorporate them into your diet. Now, maybe you're, you want to take it up a notch and you want to incorporate them or you want to create recipes with them or you, you have them and you know you want to eat them and you, you, you just need to know how to or what flavors go best with it. And that's the, and the next way that you can make veggies more enticing to you and more palatable to you and your family is by herbs and spices. So matching the right herbs and spices with veggies. And so here's some just common veggies that you might be eating or maybe that you don't eat, but you want to eat or maybe that you know you should eat that you can make um, with these 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 seasonings. So asparagus is a, is a stronger flavor, something I use a lot. We eat, um, typically asparagus pairs really well with our salmon, but we typically will add like a basil and oregano mixture uh, to it with maybe some uh, rosemary or thyme. Or what we also will do is um, you can do curry, dill, or uh, mustard as well. Those all go really, really well with asparagus. Give it that pop, make them a little more palatable. Make them, So with the right meal um, and really anything, it, it goes really well. They, they pair excellent with asparagus. So again, my, my go-to is always with anything is usually um, basil and oregano with some rosemary. But again, nutmeg, mustard, and, and curry, and and dill are all great options as well to mix mess around with. And if you guys go on to any site, I use um, Yumly, Y U M M L Y. It's an app. It's a free app. You can download it. Um, put your dietary preferences in, and if you search certain things, like you could say, I need, I want asparagus. It just put asparagus in it. It'll give you a ton of recipes using asparagus, maybe just by itself, and the flavor and the herbs and spices you can use to to spice it up and make it taste uh, more appealing and just and something the whole family will love. Beets, um, beets are something that I don't know a lot of people that eat them, but they're really really powerful, and they are they're sweet and they're earthy but they go really really well with spicy fragrant warm herbs so things like uh, chives cloves coriander and cumin are all really really good things to pair with beets so those that combination is is probably the one of the best ways best things you can pair with with beets to really add that pop to it um, if you want a little lighter one basil ginger uh, those things <clears throat> work really well with with beets. Broccoli, my one of my favorite vegetables, uh, is something that you can literally just play around with, and you can add just about any spice and seasoning combination with it. Now, uh, I will be posting on my Instagram page again at Jeff Winkers on Instagram the top herb and spice combinations to make, you know, certain flavor profiles. So, um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow me, uh, and I will be posting that, uh, later as after this podcast. So that way you guys can check it out and, and know what, what herbs and spices go well together. But with, with broccoli, you know, you can't go wrong with really anything. I would say it probably pairs best 
with um, with oregano and basil, but then you can always add things like dill and curry and chives to it as well. Uh, so, But you can't really go wrong with broccoli or broccolini or anything like that. Brussels sprouts. Um, I love them. They're just like little tiny cabbages, guys. It's kind of like the broccoli thing, like they're little trees. So I've, I've grown to actually like Brussels sprouts. I used to hate them. So just because you didn't like them as a kid, this is a good point, doesn't mean that you're not going to like them now. So don't give up on them. Like if you haven't had them in a long time or had any of these veggies or vegetables in a long time, don't give up on them. Still give them a shot. Um, and try it. You never know. Maybe you, maybe a new seasoning will will make them something that you absolutely love and your family loves. But they Brussels sprouts pair really well with garlic and margarine, mustard. Um, and I actually have done it with like a curry or a cumin. Uh, I found that it works really well with those as well. I used to, um, when I lived in an, my old house, I, I bought a lot of Brussels sprouts. I went through like a Brussels sprout gorge and uh, yeah, I used to do sautéed Brussels sprouts, cut them in half with, uh, I get it sautéed with some curry or some cumin, and then throw the Brussels sprouts in, add a little bit more with some salt, sea salt, and a little bit of uh, crushed, cracked red uh, pepper, and oh my gosh, it was so good. So that was something I really liked, is uh, a curry or cumin flavor with Brussels sprouts. But again, it's different for, for everybody and what you're going to like. Um, so cabbage is is mild and and it really cabbage will take the 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 flavor of herbs and spices it'll take that more than anything um so you can't really go wrong but i would say the best ones are going to be like curry dill fennel garlic and ginger uh are going to be your best pairings with uh with with cabbage next i would say carrots so carrots are uh an interesting one and this actually you can put sweet potatoes in this same category because they're a little they're naturally sweet um, and they pair well with mild and strong flavors so cinnamon nutmeg those things go really well with carrots and sweet potatoes um, and one of my favorite dishes that I make for actually for breakfast is a sweet potato base and I use sweet diced sweet potatoes uh, diced chicken breast and sliced granny smith apples I saute it all together and I throw on cinnamon, and it is a great breakfast option, especially for somebody who doesn't like eggs. Uh, it's a great breakfast option, and that's just using cinnamon. Um, so cinnamon, nutmeg, uh, those kind of things work really, really well with carrots and sweet potatoes. But so does cumin, curry, um, garlic, and ginger. So those are all great options for both carrots and sweet potatoes in there. And then cauliflower. Um, I got cauliflower, and then I just want to talk one more uh, and green beans. So hopefully this is helping you guys just kind of, you know, jot some notes, go back and listen to it. You can even search online what pairs best with such and such vegetable, um, and find it. Um, but cauliflower, very mild taste. And it really, again, like broccoli, you can't really go wrong with cauliflower because like I said, you, as a cauliflower rice, you can make it, um, you can kind of have it take the flavor and the, the zest of the dish that you're, you're intending it to take. So don't, don't overthink it. Again, this is going to be more about adding the right combinations of herbs and spices, like oregano and basil go really well together. Um, you know, garlic can be added to basically anything as well. And so just kind of messing around with that will help you guys kind of find the right zest to your, your, your dishes. And then last one, guys, is green beans. So green beans, they don't need a lot of help because they are a little bit sweet, but, um, and I'm talking about green beans fresh. I'm not talking about the green beans from a can, but they go really well with like basil, oregano again, again, that Italian flavor, 
but as well as dill and garlic and, and pepper, mustard, those things all go really, really well with green beans. So great options to add into it. Something that I think we don't often think about is utilizing the power of herbs and spices to make your dishes flavorful. We don't need a ton of sugar. We don't need a bunch of trans fat. We don't need the salt uh, in our dishes. We can add these awesome herbs and spices into our nutrition to make them taste amazing and, and just as good, if not better. And over time, you're going to learn your palate, your taste buds will change to enjoy these things. So don't give up either if you tried it once and it didn't work. I'm telling you, don't give up. Keep, you know, try it a couple more times before you give up because your taste buds will transform as you start incorporating new things into your food. So I hope those things help in giving you a little insight into um, how, you know, we've gone through what you can do, how to incorporate, but also what you can do to your veggies in terms of flavor profiles to, to make them taste much more appealing and, and for everybody involved. I want to leave you guys with the top five vegetables that I want you to try to incorporate into your nutrition, into your diet. Um, and if you got to get those two to three servings in a day, these are the top five that I would highly recommend you try to put into your nutrition. Number one, a drum roll is spinach. All right. Spinach is number one for a couple of reasons. One is one cup. It contains 56% uh, of your vitamin A needs. Um, plus, uh, the entire daily vitamin K requirement, uh, just for seven calories. And, and you can add, you can add spinach to anything, a smoothie to scrambled eggs into a baked dish, into a sauteed dish that like you can add them. You can add spinach to just about anything and not have any problems, um, with it, you know, it, it, and it just adds that dark leafy green. So dark leafy greens are just they're high in beta carotene, which is probably one of the most highly recognized beta or antioxidants out there, which is associated with decreased risk of cancer. So, you know, we want to live longer and, and cancer is one of those higher, you know, mortality rates or what causes the most mortality, one of the most uh, deaths in America. And so getting things that are antioxidant rich are going to help hopefully fight um, your development of that. Number two goes to my favorite veggie though um broccoli and i love broccoli uh, spinach takes the takes the cake because it is uh again so diverse in the way that you can use it broccoli number two um is going to be a little more limited just because you know it is different for everybody and their taste preferences but it is part of the cruciferous family of vegetables which is like probably my favorite and and I, in my opinion, one of the most powerful families of vegetables, and it is just because it has so much uh, nutrients in it. it. It has all of your vitamin K. It has 135% of your vitamin C requirement, which is, you know, we talk about eating lots of fruits and veggie or fruits for your, your vitamin C, but just one cup provides all of your vitamin C that you need, and I think it's something that we that often goes unnoticed about broccoli. Um, and it's got a very good amount of folate, manganese, and potassium. So just helping with a lot of different things, you know, from blood pressure to blood cholesterol to, you know, plus having high fiber. So broccoli, number two. Number three, go to red cabbage or purple cabbage. So um, I love red cabbage. It's it's The reason it's number three is actually because it is 
the the cheapest vegetable that you can add per nutrient. So per you know unit of nutrient, it is it is the cheapest. You get the most uh, out of your dollar for red cabbage, and it's that purple color, that red color is what it's a really strong antioxidant that has been it found to increase or decrease um, blood cholesterol levels and protect against damage to your heart and liver. So just really, really powerful. And it's so easy to sneak into things because it's not a strong, strong flavor. It's just something that you can throw into a smoothie, a mince up, throw into a dish without even noticing it. Heck, even eggs, and it can add that crunch to it. So number three goes to red cabbage or, or purple cabbage, as I call it. Number four, we go into carrots. Carrots are uh, packed with a ton of vitamin A, and they're enticing for just about anybody, um, even kids. Typically, that's like one of the veggies that most kids won't turn down. They will at least eat carrots, um, and they are high in beta, beta carotene, just like spinach, and that's why, again, it can help with cancer uh, prevention and just eating, you know, carrots can reduce risk of lung cancer and smokers um, compared to those that don't eat them. And they're just super high in vitamin C, vitamin K, and potassium. So number four goes to carrots. And last but not least, we have kale. Kale is number five for me. Um, so it is just health-promoting qualities is so high. Um, one cup, it, I talked about the B-complex vitamins. Um, kale contains a lot of B vitamins, potassium, calcium, um, and copper. So lots of that, and it fulfills your daily requirement of vitamin A, C, and K. So again, just a lot in that with uh, with vitamin or with kale. So again, it just increase it decreases blood pressure um, and may be, even be beneficial in reducing blood cholesterol levels and, and regulating blood sugar actually. So a very powerful uh, vegetable there in kale. So you know top five there guys of vegetables to try to incorporate into your diet. Um, again, number one goes to spinach, two goes to broccoli, three to red cabbage, four, goes to Brussels sprouts, and five goes to kale. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this, guys. I hope that those these tips help you. Um, so go, don't be afraid of your kitchen. Embrace your kitchen. Uh, go on and, and make it yours, all right? Take, take ownership back of your nutrition, of what you eat. Don't rely on everything else in the world. You take control. You take responsibility. That is what's going to make you healthier. The first word in this podcast name is nourish, and it is the most important part of us becoming healthier. And veggies are one of the most underappreciated 
aspects of diet and nutrition that we need to start incorporating back, that you need to start incorporating back into your nutrition. And I promise you, it's only going to help you live longer because we want to reduce, again, we want to reduce oxidative stress in our body and increase our antioxidants so we don't develop those chronic diseases and we can live longer, happier, healthier lives with those people that we want to and that we love and cherish and we want to mentor or be around for the rest of our lives. So, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Again, if you guys have any feedback, I want to know it. Uh, Rate and review uh, this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, And if it's good, bad, negative, positive, I want it all. Because overall, this is a podcast to serve you. It is not for me. Uh, I want to help you guys, every single person I can that listens, become better, happier, and healthier, healthier through nourish, flourishing, and grinding every single day so thank you guys if you enjoyed it please share with your friends and uh, go out and make vegetables your valentine's for 2019 bye guys see you soon thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of nourish flourish and grind i hope you enjoyed it if you haven't yet make sure you hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure i would love it if you guys rated and reviewed it whether it's good bad or negative I want to know so I can help you all better in nourishing, flourishing, and grinding towards a better you. Thanks, guys.